Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, along with our guest today, Ron Graves. Ron is the president of Cookville Breakfast Rotary. And we're going to talk a little bit about the differences between running a business for profit and running a nonprofit entity, because Ron has done both and is doing one of those right now. So, uh, Ron, you want to say hello, and we'll kind of get started with some questions and things here. Sure. Good afternoon, Hal. Thank you for asking me to be part of the program. It's good to see you again. You too. Um, I um, I would like to have you, if you wouldn't mind, explain a little bit of what the differences are for you. Since you ran, uh, Ron ran uh, the Lamar Outdoor Advertising Company locally in Cookville uh, for quite a while. How many... Uh, I was a general manager, <laughs> vice president for 19 years. For 19 years, okay. And and so now is running the Breakfast Rotary, which of course is a nonprofit organization, um, even though they serve breakfast. And um, we're going to find out a little more about that along the way, but I'm wondering if you could um, kind of give us a comparison or if maybe there is none, I don't know. Give us a sense of the differences for you. Running the Cookville Breakfast Rotary Club right now is a lot less pressure. There are no expectations from investors. There are no sales budgets I have to meet. No bottom line budgets I have to meet. Your human resource issues are almost non-existent. Um, I guess those would be the biggest differences. Cookville Breakfast Rotary Club, we do have fundraising. Can you, can you? We do have goals. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you say there's no pressure, but I think there is. <laughs> I'm not sure I believe that. Because only because it's a worldwide organization as well, and and a national organization, and and because there are certain expectations uh, tied to those affiliations, and certainly you have your own expectations, and so do the members locally. And then there's the afternoon Rotary uh, Club, which maybe we're going to ask you to kind of draw a little picture of the differences. But the bottom line is that I'm not sure I believe there's no pressure. <laughs> Maybe you could uh, tip the boat a little direction there and give, give us a sense of that. Well, you know, we have no investors. So okay. uh, honestly, the, the amount of pressure, this is more of doing it for the pleasure, doing it for the fun, yeah. Do you, have you know, goals the, uh, the personal satisfaction. My goals are to make Rotary Club a little bit more user-friendly. Let's go ahead and change a few things up. No longer have the attendance requirements that Rotary used to have. Are there regional goals and national goals and international goals and that sort of thing? Yes, they, they, there. Yes, there is. And each club, the president, we can set our own goals. And most of what we do are the same service projects year in and year out. For example, one of our biggest projects is fighting polio. That is a worldwide project. I believe it was 10, maybe 12 years ago, Bill Gates, he gave the Rotary Club a challenge. He said, if you raise $250 million, I will contribute a matching amount. And we're going to use that money to buy vaccines to try to eradicate polio from the world. I believe now we are down to two countries with less than 20 cases last year. And so the Cookville Breakfast Rotary is engaged in that uh, pursuit. Is that somehow? Yes. Yeah. Every member, we donate a small amount of money every month, but it adds up over the course of a year and over the course of the clubs. And every February, we do a program, what's called International Night. Last year was year number 10, and we celebrated the country of Ireland. 
It was a night of music, dancing. The country of what? Ireland. Oh, Ireland. My heavens, where my grandmother's from. Yes, I should have heard that. I'm sorry. It was a good celebration. (laughs) We had um, original Irish food, Irish music. Mm Mm-hmm. Got the people up, and we did some Irish dancing. And some Irish beer, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, there, yeah there, there was Irish beer, but there was no green beer. <laughs> okay. Got to save that for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> but also had a silent auction, and all those funds went to fight Polio Plus campaign. Um, I was in Ireland once for Christmas and found out that they don't celebrate Christmas that they celebrate St. Stephen's Day, which is December 26th, and they celebrate it for a week, and everything in the country shuts down for that week. Okay, interesting. Everything. I mean, it's an amazing difference. I mean, they do, they, they have had Christmas trees sneak into the scene and that sort of thing, and there's some kind of a quiet little Christmassy type uh, feeling that goes on, but the real celebration is St. Stephen's Day. It's an interesting difference. And I, I wasn't quite prepared for that, so I couldn't find a Christmas tree to put up when I was there. Um, ended up with a little bush and made some ornaments for it, and that sort of thing. Hal, sounds to me like it's a really good idea for a road trip. You know, we can celebrate <laughs> yeah, Christmas here in America, and then we can go party for a week over in Ireland. Well, it is. It's a terrific country to visit. Um, uh, I've driven up and down the coast three different uh, times and, and uh, the West Coast, and it's pretty spectacular. Um, especially at Cliffs of Moher and places like that. Anyway, didn't want to get off too far. Can we get back to the rotary uh, idea here and tell me, first of all, where you meet and when you meet and what kind of people you're looking to uh, have be part of it? We meet every Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. at the Golden Eagle Golf Club. 7 (laughs) a.m.? Yes. And and at Golden Eagle Golf Course, and where is that? It is right off of 10th Street. Almost in all good or in all good? It is in Cookville. It's in Cookville, on the way to Olga. Depending on which way you're traveling on 10th Street. Yeah. Uh, if you're traveling east, yes, it's on the way to Allgood. If okay. you're coming from Allgood and you're traveling west, you would turn on the right-hand side. All right. And if you make that turn, um, it, you, you may think that you're going to run right into the golf course, and it takes a couple of minutes, <laughs> and then you're there. But there's uh, some, some beautiful homes in that area, too, I remember. Yes, there is. Um, and you have uh, every every week, you meet on Tuesday morning, uh, you have breakfast, you have guest speakers and things and uh, presenters. Yes. Most of them are programs of either nonprofits or programs that are trying, similar to Rotary, is just to make the world a better place. Right. It kind of covers the gamut. We have some speakers from Tennessee Tech. We have speakers from other organizations as well. And, you know, one of my programs that comes to mind is when you were the program Uh to deal with the stress around the time of Christmas. And you taught us an exercise and some steps to take to be able to calm down. Well, we're going to actually, I may be talking about that in a couple of weeks on this show because we we did cover it once, but it was a little hurried and I've had some requests for to slow it down and and go through the details. So I may do that. Thank you though. Sure. Um, What? um, There are uh, two other rotary clubs in town. There is the the noonday club. They meet on Wednesdays at 12 noon for lunch. They meet at the Leslie Town Center. All right. And what's the difference between that and what you're doing besides the hour of the day? Yeah, there's really not a lot of difference. Um, Most of your Rotary Clubs are are people that want to give something back. They want to contribute. Mm -hmm. 
They want to make the world a better place. How, what's the difference in numbers of people involved? We currently have 36 members. Okay. So that's very comfortable, cozy kind of. Uh, yes. My guest in Noonday would have 250 members. All right. Well, that's pretty busy. And there's also a third Rotary Club in town. It's called the Sunset Rotary okay. Club. Sunset Rotary Club. I haven't heard of that before. Is this new? It's been around for, I want to say, at least five years. And they meet on Tuesday evenings at Nick's Restaurant. Okay, so we have Can't Tuesday mornings at the, the Golden Eagle Golf Course. Yes. Wednesday afternoons for lunch at the... Uh, Chamber of, yeah, Chamber of Commerce Chamber slash Town Leslie Town Center. Town Center. And then the other one is Thursdays? I want to say it's Tuesdays. Or Tuesdays. But it's also my understanding, too, they do not meet every Tuesday. Oh, okay. They might meet every other Tuesday, and then they're involved in a service project. All right. Now, on what, a, what, a Tuesday in Is there a difference in, in personality between these groups? I mean, is, do you find that one attracts younger people or, or people who are busier or pe people who are more professionals or less professionals? Or Is there any kind of way you'd characterize the, the differences? Um, I would say the Sunset Club is a little bit younger. More people in their 20s and 30s and 40s, really close to the millennial um, mm -hmm. age group. The Breakfast Rotary, um, we're probably an older club, average age, possibly late 50s. Noonday Club, I've only been to that a handful of times. I know there seems to be a lot of professors from Tennessee Tech, people who have that opportunity to leave their office around 1130 and not have to make it back till 130. Okay. 115 somewhere in there all right i'm gonna we're gonna take a break right here uh we're, we overran the time a little bit but um we'll be right back to you so don't go away there'll be more with ron graves thank you welcome back to business works this is hal alpr along with our guest ron graves ron is the pre incoming president of the breakfast rotary in cookville and he has uh, been shedding some light for us on the differences between the breakfast rotary, the lunch rotary, the dinner sunset rotary, the, you know, and, and of course there's um, national rotary organizations and international rotary organizations and all that. And, uh, but we're getting a little flavor for what, what this is about at a local level. And you might want to think about getting, participating in this somehow. If you have a business or professional practice, it's a great place to meet people who share the thinking of doing something good for the world and for uh, society and for local uh, uh, people and organizations as well. So it, it's a good opportunity to do that and also, um, of course, talk a little business here and there so that you get to know others uh, who, who may be in the same boat and others who are not, and it gives you a little better perspective perhaps than you might get um, sitting in your own business by yourself uh, day to day um, and you get some other points of view. So, uh, Ron, if you kind of share with us uh, some of the services that um, that your your Rotary organization provides, you did mention before that there was a uh, kind of major uh, national or worldwide effort to help deal with polio as, a, as a one example, but Locally, I'm sure there must be other kinds of things you can sure. tell us. Rotary is really noted for two things, the Polio Plus we spoke about earlier, and the other thing people think of are Rotary Exchange students. 
And oh. that is where we sponsor students from other countries mm-hmm. where they will come over and spend almost a year in the United States. They will move from three to four different families. Most of them are high school students. And when you have one of those foreign exchange students where you are the host family, you would treat that individual just like he's a member of your family. Right. This year, our foreign exchange student is from Japan, and he is due here any day now. Okay. Um, we're looking forward to meeting him. Probably within the next uh, four to five days, he will be in Cookville and begin his journey at Cookville High School. Oh, that's very exciting. Well, great. And then you will, speaking of high school, let me interrupt the flow here for a minute. Uh, Ron uh, also coaches a swimming team. Yes. From? From the Cookville High School. Uh-huh. And I also coach the swim team at Upperman High School as well. And, and you do this because you had some background in diving off cliffs in Acapulco? or uh, well, You know, that is part of my resume. Uh, most right. people don't know about that, so I'm kind of <laughs> curious about how you found out. But my hey. background in swimming and diving, I was a four-year letterman at the University of Tennessee. All right. And once I retired from the private sector, I had some time on my hands. I was approached, decided to take on a challenge, see if I could get these kids to swim a little faster. And I was surprised at how much I enjoyed waking up and having our practices begin at 5.05 a.m., Monday through Friday, for five and a half months. So, you, you, but I also understand from the same resources that told me about Acapulco that you used to do trick high diving and I can't even imagine that. Somebody told me you go went off 100-foot towers and some guy jumped on your shoulders while you were <laughs> on their way down or something to that effect. Is that? Well, it, it's somewhat that. close. I was a member of the Great American <laughs> High Diving Team. Oh, it was this right. company. They had high diving It was an teams. entertainment group? Yes, yeah. set up all over the world. Uh-huh. Mine was in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. So you don't do those at the Rotary meetings? You don't um, set them up outside? And... Uh, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> okay. But we do have a swimming pool on premises okay. at the Golden Eagle Golf Club. All right. So How about that? Things get too out of control. We can just go take a dip in a pool and cool down. <laughs> Some of the other projects that we do, we team up with the White Plains Academy. We have a uh, vocational career day. We have a month, a monthly mentoring lunches for students of the month and teachers of the month. And that's really one of my favorite, favorite projects here because you get an opportunity to take a child to lunch and take them to the restaurant of their choice and really get to sit down, know them a little bit, ask, find what they're hopes, dreams are for the future, and hopefully to encourage them. We do a dictionary project for all the third graders in Putnam County every year. It's where we we give them their own dictionary. We go to all the third grade classes. Do they they get instructions on how to use them, or or is that something they already know? We give them instructions. Do you? Yeah. Each one, it comes with a sticker on the inside, which has the four-way test. So Rotary, in a lot of ways, is kind of an extension of uh, of educational programs in terms of working with children in the community and that sort of thing. You're, yes, you're doing a number of of those things. You'd asked me earlier, what, you know, what's some of the differences between the Rotary clubs yes, and ours? We specialize in youth and excellence, youth in crisis. We want to spend our our money, spend our efforts, our time working with the youth that 
baby are just, you know, missing out a little bit, have an unstable home life, um, that, and also at the same time, try to reward some of the ones that are rewarding and are outstanding students. Do you, do you have, have you run across, um, uh, things like addiction issues and things like that, uh, working with, with young people? Or? Probably related to their parents. Uh-huh. I would say yes. Some of them come from broken homes. You know, parents with addiction problems, which doesn't make them the best parent in the world. Stuff like that, yeah. you know, trying to help our community locally in addition to trying to make the world a better place. Um, well, that's very exciting. And I'm wondering if you could um, give us a little insight about uh, what you've seen by way of changes in the combination of your 19 years with the outdoor advertising business and the years working with, with Rotary, because you've been doing this for a while, before you, you were just now moving into the president's position, but I know you've been involved with Rotary for quite some time. And, and and so there's differences in the profit versus nonprofit business from your point of view. And you mentioned, well, there's no pressure, but I think there is. <laughs> um, it's a different kind, maybe. It's not financial. Um, but but there must be something else there that you could um, give us some, some food for thought on. Well, my 26 years in the outdoor advertising business, when I first started, they would put up billboards, do the installation, a lot of it was poster paper. And you, in your mind, you get the vision of an individual climbing up on a board <laughs> and where he has paper and he's like putting wallpaper. it on. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like wallpaper. It went from that to now we have digital billboards. Mm-hmm. I can remember back in the mid-90s, we were standing around the water cooler having a talk. And our general manager at the time, he was telling us that someday people would design billboards at a computer, they would punch a couple buttons, and the message would automatically go up there to the board. And I told him he was crazy. (laughs) There was no way that was going to happen. And and there we are, and you've actually helped it to happen. Yes, less than 10 years (laughs) after that, there we are. So that has changed quite a bit. Rotary's, um, their attendance policy has really changed in the last three to four years. Uh, Attendance requirements are no longer mandatory. Rotary clubs no longer have to meet every week. Rotary clubs can, instead of having programs, they can go do service projects instead. The whole concept has changed to try to adapt to today's world. The only thing that's constant is change. The most important thing you can do in any business or any professional practice is keep yourself focused on the present moment as much as you can because the only thing that's constant is change. And so if you're not totally focused on what's happening, um, you know, you're missing the boat on a lot of things. And so how do you do that? We're going to, we're going to talk about that in a future show. But but the uh, the point that I think Ron's making here is that you, you really need to be tuned in to what's going on around you as much of the time as you possibly can because that allows you to be able to to impact it and make changes and help things to move in a certain direction. Um, And you've helped for-profit businesses to move in direction, that's for sure. And so here you are now with this and um, um, wish you great luck with this. I think it's a terrific um, um, 
it's a terrific thing to do at this point in life for you with the experience you have to apply it and make that work for other people. And uh, you're a pretty good guy. So, uh, you know, it's part of the reason, not just because of my grandmother from Ireland, but uh, just in general. I think that uh, there's a lot to be said for the, the discipline involved and the attitude that you have about it. And I think anybody who um, wants to find out more about this, uh, how, how can they do that, Ron? How, can, how do they find out more about the Cookville Breakfast Rotary? They can go to our website, cookvillebreakfastrotary.com. Okay. And, that and, and too, I would like to add, you know, whether you're running a, a business, whether it's a for-profit whether it's coaching, whether it's a non-for-profit, you got to be willing to think outside of the box. Right. You got to take chances. Do something different. Don't do what everybody else does. Do something that you believe in. Listen to your people, but go with your gut. That's great. And never, ever, ever give up. Terrific closing thought. Before we leave today, I just uh, had an afterthought, and that was to, I was curious about, Ron hadn't mentioned this, and I'm thinking about what are, what's the similarity uh, with what he's doing now in terms of rotary and the breakfast rotary compared to his coaching, uh, swimming coach job that he has. And, and maybe, Ron, if you could just give us a, a sentence or two that kind of bring those together somehow? What's a common ingredient or what, what's your thought about that? I think the common ingredient is to try to make both groups work as a team. The swim team, everybody's at different levels, but every race matters. Every point matters. Right. You, you get one point by finishing fifth and that right. can win or lose a meet. Rotary, on the other hand, trying to get people to be involved in, in some of the projects, the ones that are close to their heart. Okay. They don't have to participate in every project, but everybody needs one service project that they want to be part of to contribute as a team to both either win or make the world or, or Cookville a better place to live. Okay, make the world go around, too. <laughs> Thank yes, you. Absolutely. All right, I appreciate very much, Ron. Uh, I'm sure our listeners will. And I just want to share with everyone a couple of quick thoughts, and that is that if you have any questions or suggestions for us that you can um, – Send an email to hal, H-A-L, at businessworks.us. In the subject line, just put um, uh, News Talk 941, and then I'll know that that relates to the show, and I promise to give you a, a rapid, quick response. We would like to thank you very much for being with us today. And uh, we look forward very much to having you come back again. So have a great week.